Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to Unapologetic Podcast. It's Miss Rose. And Daniel, once again. Yes, and we are back. And this week we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions. We're in the words of Donnell, New Year's revelations. So have you made any New Year's resolutions or revelations or whatever we're going to call them? I call it revelations because after um, a year, you know, the year comes to an end, it's about reflecting on lessons that we learned. And a lot of people is going to go to going to next year and see the same thing and the same consequences because they haven't changed their mindset or their behavior or any, their lifestyle, period. So it's all about revelation. That revolution is, you know, when people say, you should say that or still say that, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Uh, well, you can say anything, but you got to put things in action because they're doing a lot of talking. I learned that for myself, so I'm really speaking for myself. Uh, it was a very trying year for me. Um, I've seen a couple posts on Instagram where people said, you know, 2018 was a year of uh, knowing who your friends and family are and who's got your back. And I, and I agree with that. I say that's what it, it kind of was like that for me also. So um, a lot of challenges, you know, I was hospitalized for a while. My, my place caught fire back to back. Lost a lot of, not me and dying, but... I had to cut a lot of people off. A lot of people off who wasn't um, on the same path as I am. And it was painful, you know, because you you don't want to cut people off. But then, you know, you got to think to yourself, like, is this person toxic or is it beneficial to my life? So um, I got to say, I'm at a lot, I'm a lot, I'm at a peace with myself with a lot of different things, though. And uh, I don't really care what people think or how they feel because when they were doing those shady things that they were doing to me, they didn't care how I felt. Even though I would have conversations with them and tell them, like, you know, this shouldn't be, you shouldn't do this, or this is what, how you making me feel, and, and things of that nature. I feel you, I understand that completely. Uh, I will agree right. with you. 2018 has been extremely trying. <laughs> Um, I have went through a ton of ups and downs and losses myself, but mostly I think I learned a lot of lessons about myself and who I am and what I want and what I need. And, you know, I look at everything as a lesson, you know, everybody that comes into my life, everybody that disappears from my life, they've taught me something about myself, so I don't have any regrets. Um, I don't have any remorse for anything that went on. Um, there's probably some things that I feel like I can do better. Um, but there, you're right, I do have some things that I plan on going into 2019 as a completely different um, path than I've been on. Um, I think I've been pretty good at um, putting myself out of things that I don't want to deal with but you know sometimes I I'm human so I'm going to put myself in things and I go why the hell did I do that so you know I don't I don't want to go I'm not going to start 2019 that way I refuse to so um, you shouldn't I'm the same way Uh, you know 
when you pick up that phone and call me at 7.30 in the morning, that tells me you are not considering our friendship and you're not considering what the hell I'm doing. It seems selfish to me. It's completely selfish. Especially when you tell the person not to do something. That's what going into, you know, what we were just talking about. How, you know, I have people, because I, I, I speak my mind. You know, if you do something that bothers me, and, it, and people are like, oh, you know, don't believe me feelings and this and that. No, no, it's, it's between right and wrong. Because I, I feel like the same respect that I give, it should be reciprocated. And if not, when it's not, I'm going to bring it to the forefront. And and if it's not changed after that, then I'm starting to make changes in decisions. And people seem oblivious to that. Like, well, why is he like that? He has to play. No, you see, that's the whole thing. You you not take responsibility for yourself. Um, one thing that stood out like a couple of days ago is uh, a guy, you know, he do the door-to-door electric or gas, whatever he do. So uh, I'm over a friend's house, and he came and knocked on the door, and dude being nice. I see it now. Instead of just telling dude, no, I'm good, no, thank you, take care, he basically had like a three-minute conversation with him, which was the dude still didn't get what he wanted. So when he was about to go to my place, you know, my, my, my homie told him, like, hey, he over here. You ain't got to waste your time over there. So I guess dude didn't hear me. I mean, that's what we boiled down to. I guess dude didn't hear me. Because he was like, hey, you need, I said, I'm good. I said, just like that, I'm good. Now, after hearing him deal, my friend, and my friend, he, he's trying to be the nicest way possible, saying, bro, I'm cool. You can go somewhere. He, you know, he's trying to talk it out. Me, I'm different. I just heard you start to drill, dude, so I'm going to cut you off immediately. Like, bruh, I'm good. So, apparently, you know, me and my homie told, you know, broke it down. I guess dude didn't hear me. Mm-hmm. What well, he did hear, because I said it the second time, I said, I'm good. Keep it moving. And so, dude, the, the guy who's trying to do the selling of the or whatever, whatever he was doing, we reduce the gas or whatever, he like, bro, you ain't got to get smart. And he, well, like, kind of stuck his head in the door. So I'm, I, I leaned for it, what? And I, and I thought, like, okay, when he left, me and my homie had a conversation. He like, man, I would I would have took it that way. So I said, wait a minute, why would you take it that way? Uh, if I said I'm good, he like, no, you ain't scared. I said, I did. I said, I said, I'm good. Again, I said, I'm good. Keep it moving. The second time, he asked me again. So what, what I'm getting to is, when we broke down, he said, oh, he, well, he probably didn't hear you. I said, okay, well, you're going to misunderstand it. And, but one thing I do know is most of our people, a lot of our people don't know how to accept things for what it is. I and myself was guilty of that. But we have to learn how to accept things for what they is and make the changes that's needed. A lot of our people is in denial about a, a lot of different things, which is a broad subject. But this is where it comes into the, the topic of the day is resolution. Mm-hmm. Let's re, uh, not resolution, revelations. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. That's your resolution. That's how you're going to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. No, you got to have revelation to see how to solve the issue. And that's what I broke down from that situation. Well, yeah, that's cool. That's a great way to look at it, you know. Because that's what anything, the problem with resolutions to me, period, is we go in there like we're going to go. First of all, most of our resolutions are things that we should not be resolving to do 
just at the beginning of the year. Those are things that we should be resolving to do just for our lifestyle and to live. So a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to go lose 30 pounds. Why you got to wait till the new year to lose 30 pounds? If you're going to lose 30 pounds, just lose 30 damn pounds. Now, I'm exactly. not saying that it's that easy to lose 30 pounds. What I'm saying is why you got to wait until something this new year turns over for you to decide to change to be this other person. I'm not going to wait until a new year to be another person. I'm going to take that right. moment and be that other person that I want to be. So that's right. Yeah, a lot of things, and we don't look at, okay, yeah, I might lose 30 pounds. So how am I going to lose that 30 pounds? What is my actual goal here? You know, how, what's the, what's the, the steps I'm going to take to lose this 30 pounds? So instead of saying, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, maybe say, I'm going to make sure that I hit this gym every other day, an hour a day. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, let's be specific, you know. And to me, those are solutions or or goals to actually get to the where you want to be. So, like, right. for me, it's like, okay, I'm running all these businesses. You know, of course, we got the podcast. You know, I got all this. I got my children going on. I got my personal life going on. So I have to sit down and go, how do I get to point A, B, C, and D? and make all this marry together. So that's how a lot of that goes. So when we're doing that, that's why I say a lot of resolutions don't really come about. They just become talk. And it's like, how do you take that resolution and make it more than just talk? So um, exactly what you're saying is breaking that down to what it is. And even going back to what you were talking about as far as the guy's concerned, what I realized about people is sometimes – you got to explain it to them like a five-year-old. And it's not that you think they're stupid. It's that they don't understand where you're coming from. So a lot of times, like in that situation where you were talking about, I probably would have been like, let me ask you a question. Are you Jehovah's Witness? No. Okay, let me ask you. How do you act when a Jehovah's Witness comes to your door? Well, I don't, um, you know, I try to run and hide. I said, right now, I feel like you my Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> leave me alone, yeah. you know, and sometimes you got to explain it that way. And it's, you know, nothing against Jehovah's Witnesses. I got family that's Jehovah's Witness, whatever you believe in, what you believe in. But I'm, what I'm saying is sometimes it's something as simple as that to explain to somebody exactly what that, what they're doing, how it affects you. So, and that me, I'm going to tell you this, be honest. I'm going to only tell you one time how your actions affect me. Because I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you, and you know personally, I have a bad temper. A lot of people don't think I do, but I do. Once I get mad at you, it's hard for me to bring it back down. So I'm going to tell mm-hmm. you once, and then I'm going to back off and calm myself down before it gets out of control. Now, if you keep right. pushing me, then you're going to see that other side of me. So I try not to let people see that other side of me because she's not a good person. Right. <laughs> you know, and I try to keep her contained. So... You know, I'm laughing now because there's a, a person I know who thinks for some reason that I owe her something. And she kind of crossed the line a while ago, and I let it go. I didn't let it go because of who she was. I let it go because I had to try to contain me. <laughs> okay? And so it's right. like, I didn't let it go because of her. I let it go because of me. Because the old me would have drove to where she was. And would have had a problem. But the new me is like, nah, we're not going to go there. So what she did a while ago was I had invited her to 
and you were here with me. Um, I invited her to come up for my birthday. Come spend a weekend, hang out. You could stay at my house or, you know, we have a house where you stay in and you don't have to get a hotel. You could chill. We're going to do this bar crawl. We're going to hang out the whole weekend for my birthday. She's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come up, blah, 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 blah. And the person that she was going to come up with decided not to come. So when the person that this came up with decided not to come, she didn't want to drive herself. She has a car, but she didn't want to drive. So she calls me on my birthday, and she goes, um, can you drive down here, which is two hours away from me, and pick me up and then drive me back home? You don't lost your damn mind. First of all, it's my birthday. Secondly, I'm not doing that. She's going to say, you selfish. And I'm like, really? Oh, okay. Mom, you know what? I'm going to get off this phone. So I get off the phone and I do me. Now, I let it go. Next time she calls me, she's asking me some weird questions. I let it go. Next time she calls me, I'm dealing with my own shit. And, you know, I don't always tell people what I'm going through. I'm I'm extremely private. So when she called me at the time, I actually was really busy. And when she called me again, I think I was asleep. And then when she called me again, I answered the phone. I was still busy, but I answered the phone. I'm like, what's up? She was like, oh, I was like, I'm busy. I'm like, I need to call you later. Okay, make sure you call me because I really got this and I need you to do this. And I'm like, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got time for this. Because not once did you say, hey, how you doing? What's going on with you? How you been? It's like every time you call me, it's about what you need. And I'm like, this is not my friend. This is not my friend. So, you know, now she calls herself, huh? So now she calls herself having an attitude. Let me ask you, you think I care? Not one bit. (laughs) I'm good. I know me. Now, am I the type? I'm completely honest with everybody. I am not the type that will call a person to check on them very often. I do it, but it's not on a regular basis because the crazy thing about it is, all of my real friends are the same way. We do not have to talk to each other the same every day to feel like we're still friends. But when we now, do me, talk to each other, we do make yeah. sure that we're good. See, now that's the thing. Now, like I say, on my end, it's all love, okay? It's mm-hmm. all love. And I feel, I felt like, you know, you know what, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just see. This is going to confirm everything. Now, all all my so-called friends or family members who I dealt with has my phone number. Mm-hmm. Direct line, you can talk to me. I said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to block everybody from my social media, and the only thing I'm going to leave up is my business account. Mm-hmm. So... Guess what? I blocked it from my social media. And I wanted to see, was these people, was they going to call me and ask me why? Or were they just going to let it go and just, hey, forget me then? And, well, apparently it was forget me then because I haven't heard nothing. I haven't received a phone call. Now, mind you, you know, you a good telltale sign is stop texting people first, stop calling people first, and see how much people reach out to you. Mm-hmm. 
And see, that was my thing. My thing was basically running behind people, you know what I'm saying, keeping up with them. Not far as trying to keep up with them materialistic or things. I just keep up with them, checking on them and stuff like that. But what about me? Right. And that's where I basically fell back in love with myself and who I am and my greatness. And I have to protect my aura and my energy for people like that. Right. And I, like I told you, some people, I don't know, it just seems like their goal is to drain the life out of you. And it's like they feeding off of you and they feeding off your energy and they feeding off of what you're doing. And I don't have time for that. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, you didn't, you didn't pay for this meal. So, you know, yeah. so, you know, that's how I am. So, yeah, like I said, one of my New Year's resolutions is to not allow people to take me out of my comfort zone, not allow people to take my energy, not allow people to distract me from where I'm going and my goals, because we go through, a lot of time is wasted through distractions, and I don't need those distractions. Right. If you're not working towards a goal, if you're not on my level, and I hate to say it that way, I can't deal with you like that. I can't. Right. Because I got things to do. Yeah. One thing about it is, (laughs) I I mean, you had to talk also, you know, I hate to say it, but I understand it. Mm -hmm. Uh, New levels, new devils. Yeah. Well, uh, well, you know, once you've experienced enough stuff, (laughs) Um, the same spirit just being different people. Right. So, so you know, once you experience stuff, you can recognize, oh, that person, they just want to do this. They they really don't care, or they they trying to manipulate me this way, or this person trying to get this. And I feel like you know the the levels that I'm always elevating to, these levels ain't new. It's just a new person, but that spirit is the same. So what I've learned is to always be mindful and conscious. A lot of people are like conscious. They got a kind of distorted uh, definition of consciousness. Mm-hmm. Well, consciousness for me is knowing myself. Just like you said, I know my triggers was going to tick me off, was going to piss me off, take me on my comfort zone. I know the goals that I'm trying to get to. And if I come across you, I can feel instantly if you were part of this journey with me or not. And what's funny is a lot of people got dropped off on the side of the highway. And that's how I was they, they were trying to get a, a free ride or just drain me on my energy or make me take a detour. And I see that now because none of these people is around. And this just goes back all that to say is people who say they're your friends or they got love for you Actually tells it all. And yes, even even in relationships, we try to blind out a red sign. But I don't do that anymore. I used to. Because it seemed like we was conditioned to turn our blind eye to what is the truth. And that's a broad subject itself. Even though we can talk about people and friends. But we're ready to turn the blind eye to everything that we know is right. And that's kind of well, just one of many reasons why our people have not evolved and we still rotate. We see what's going on in the world uh, or in our community, and we see it, but we don't say nothing about it or do anything about it. We turn a blind eye to it, and we continue to live our lives. Right. But, I, I want to touch on that relationship going a little bit, but let's take a quick break, and we'll come back.
was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind.
about New Year's resolutions, New Year's revelations, and I just wanted to quickly touch on when you say even in, in relationships, and, and let me be more detailed with it, romantic relationships, okay? We have this false illusion of what love is, and we have this ideal of what love is supposed to be, and one of my New Year's resolutions is to be realistic when it comes to love, like quit fooling myself and trying to create this ideal of what love is and be realistic of actually what it is. Love is not always rainbows and butterflies, but it ain't always bullshit and garbage either. So, so <laughs> well, that's one of my biggest resolutions is, is to take and just be honest with myself about what love means to me. And if the people involved in my life and people I'm romantically involved with honestly loves me. If I can't tell you what you're doing fucked up and you actually take to heart what you're doing and you actually try to uh, deal with that, then I know that you only love yourself. I'm not part of that love. And I'm cool with that. But just be honest with yourself enough to be honest with me so I can move the fuck on to somebody that actually does love me. You know? I just think that there is somebody out there for everybody, but there's a, you gotta, you know, they're, they're, they're not always, sometimes they're right in front of you, and sometimes they're not nowhere near you, and it's about being able to go out and find it and not being lost and trapped in this false illusion of love. You know, um, like I said, 2018 has just been insane for me, and it's been like this roller coaster. But I take responsibility for a lot of it because I allowed it to happen. And those are, yeah. that's the whole thing for me is, you know, another rev- revolution for me is taking responsibility for the things that I have allowed to happen and not allowing it to happen again. So. That's it. Yeah. That, that right there is to be in bold print. Take responsibility for your own actions. And damn, it seems, well, okay, you already know everybody wasn't raised the same way. Um, but as an adult, you know, it, it, it's a shame to say it, but it's a good thing because you're always supposed to learn. But I feel like that right there should always should always be on the forefront of an adult's mind. Take responsibility for your actions. Just like I said before, a lot of people be in denial and don't know why. All oh, this happened, this happened. Take responsibility for your actions. You did that shit. Right. Right. <laughs> But no, you know, we quick to point the finger, point the blame, and that's what that's what we do. We've been doing this for so long. Right. And to be honest, I mean, it's bad, and I hate to say it this way, and it's no knock against, you know, our parents or how we grew up, but a lot of, we're not really trained to to take responsibility. We told as a child to take responsibility for it, but then you watch people, you know, do the blame game. So, um... You know, telling one thing and doing another thing is, is something that, you know, 
we all as adults have to pay attention to what we do because I know my kids watch me. I watch my kids. I know they watch me. I look at each and every one of them, all four of them, and I see pieces of me in them. And sometimes it's almost natural, like you don't have to necessarily teach them certain things, it just comes natural to them, but there's some things you know that they're being taught. So you got to be very aware of what you're doing when you're dealing with, you know, especially when you got kids, because I have to be aware, I control my temper because I know how bad I can do. I don't want my kids to see that part of me. But I'm not going to lie to you, I already know one of my kids has that. He has it. Yeah, I see it in him. I'd be like, ah, you know, <laughs> you know, I already know that. But that's not because I taught him it. It's just because that I believe, honestly, and as weird as it sounds, it's something in our DNA. I got it from my father. But yeah. there are things like I'm, a, I'm, I have OCD. I have it real bad. My 18-year-old has OCD. He picked it up for me. He's my other kids didn't. You know. Those are the ones I'd be, like, ready to strangle because I'm like, oh, my God, just left a shoe on the floor. But, you know, <laughs> but, right. you know, my 18-year-old is, like, the same way. Oh, my gosh, move your shoe. Put it where it goes. And he's the same way. So I know that he got that from me, but the other kids didn't pick it up. So you got to kind of pay attention to what you do. So if I'm telling you to take responsibility for your own actions and I'm not taking responsibility for my actions, what am I teaching my kids? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's very contradictory, and you're gonna sit there. They're gonna look at you like, didn't you just? But you know what? I'm gonna do what I do, and that's how they are. And that's you know, even though like my mother used to tell me, take responsibility for your actions. My mother didn't always take responsibility for her actions. I ain't gonna say she never did, but she didn't always. Yeah. You know, and it's it's how what we do as adults. So you know, my I take full responsibility for a lot of the things that happened to me within 2018 because I allowed them to happen. I saw it, I knew it, it was coming, you know, it was right in front of me and I chose to ignore it and then it hit me like a ton of bricks and then I was like, oh, why did that happen? And I was like, I know why it happened. Stop being a dumbass, you know what I'm saying? You know, and that's how you gotta be sometimes. And I'm my own worst critic. I beat myself up. And I beat myself up because I do things that I know I shouldn't do. Okay? And I allow things to happen that I know I shouldn't allow to happen. So it's hard for me, even when I'm talking to you sometimes. Me and you go through, you know, we have our own little counseling sessions, okay? And (laughs) all the time. So it's like, I'm telling you, like, why do you do this? Why do you do that? Why do you do this? And on the other side of the fence, sometimes I'd be like, yeah, I should listen to my own advice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. And what's funny is, you know, wild thing is, you know, and this is the thing about being a adult. I got to keep saying that because a lot of people going to the going to this new year still in a childish mind frame. But we got a lot of grown grown ass kids. <laughs> so looking at it is, uh, you know, being when you when you receptive to truth. It may be uncomfortable, but long as you accept it, you know. And I said, you know, you always make that comment when you tell me something. I said, hold on, wait a minute. Let me sit on the drink some water. Because I need to digest what you just told me. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me ra- rationalize what you said, internalize what you said, and make some changes within myself. 
especially when I know it's right. Now, if something off the wall, yeah, I'm gonna tell the person, man, you off. You, you know, that's not right. That's not what I was saying. No, that's not it. But, that's what it goes into being able to have acceptance. But we don't, we don't accept a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's cool. You know, like I said, as long as you recognize your misdeed and acknowledge them, then I ain't got no problem with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, what's deep, what's, what's deep is, um, I was, yeah, when I was, uh, on the, on the job yesterday, I was reading this book, it was a book that somebody gave me, but I had to take it with me because they said bring reading material, so I just bought the book, so I just popped up in the page, and I just read a couple lines, and one thing that was funny is that, you know, society, mm-hmm. this is how we did condition, check it out, this is, ooh, man, it just hit me real hard. Society has taught us that once you make a mistake, you're forever guilty. That's what society has taught and conditioned most of our people. Once you made a mistake, you are forever guilty. But that is not the case because there's a difference when you make one mistake and you don't repeat that same mistake. It's a difference when you make a mistake and then you make another, do it again, and then you do it again, and it becomes a choice, it becomes your lifestyle. That's the difference. That's true. And we, and people love to bring down people's characters and this and that. Um, I'll bring that up for the simple fact that uh, it was something going on about, uh oh, that black was on uh, on that morning show, Ebu, in the morning or something. And I kept hearing about it. And then when I saw Trick Daddy going off, I said, I'm interested. Let me see what's going on. What was that? Where this man had to walk off the walk off the show. And when I saw it, and I and I and I and I seen the, the whole mood changing. And I seen why dude got so upset because it wasn't even the way dude came out about it was just to me was foul. I mean, and so what it boiled down to, okay, dude caught a case, whatever. So. Do Hebrew, he's like, yeah, we take that real serious and this and that. I'm like, okay, why are you doing this, dude? You know what I'm saying? Just from this conversation, you can see he's remorseful. He can change, and he ain't on no BS. But for you to bring it back up, and then you want to open that wound to the salt, and like, well, you you seem like you uncomfortable that I brought it up. And and, and I'm doing sitting there like, brother, you still you still messing with me? You know what I'm saying? I ain't even here for that. I'm here to talk about the good. So it was a lesson to me that. We are forever guilty. Just like the Bill Cosby thing. That stuff happened 30 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. But, you, but you got our, where you got the United States president on the camera, reaching and touching girls, touching wrong women, finding the women on TV. You know what I'm saying? You, it's always plain sexual assault right in front broad daylight. But it's, for us, it's like we're forever guilty for whatever we do. And we need to stop that. People may say, and I know how it is. People may say, oh, yeah, I know him. Now, my energy, I made one mistake in my life. You think they're going to say, oh, yeah, he's a, he's a great actor. Oh, he's a great rapper. Oh, he's a great father. You know what they're going to bring up? That oh, that's one mistake forever guilty. Why is that? That's well, I'm going to be honest. That a lot of us, and I'm going to say us, um, 
we believe for some odd reason that we are the judge, jury, and executioner of people's lives. And the reason why they do that is because they don't want to look into their own. And, <laughs> and so they don't want to face their own reality. They don't want to look at their own. They don't want to admit a lot of things. I'm pretty sure a lot of them have family members that wasn't perfect. And somebody was to come in and judge them, they'd probably have beef with that. So yeah. I don't take to heart, to be honest. I don't give a damn what anybody thinks of me because I know me. Okay. Yeah. And so that, I, that. <laughs> my I'm I'm forever called the asshole. And guess what? I, people call me you're an asshole. I'm like, thank you. Okay. Right. So I know me. If you good to me, I'm good to you. That's just how I operate. And right. if you're not, then I guess fuck with you. I ain't gonna necessarily be like the evil, mean devil to you. I'm just not gonna deal with you. And then if you right. continue to to push me and, and try to invade my space or be within my circle of that belongs to me because I keep myself in my own little box. So if you keep trying to come in my box, then we gonna have a problem. But I don't have a problem with you. I'm gonna be real. Most people have a problem with me. I don't have a problem with them. Yeah. I don't even know you. And it's funny to me that even when I say that to people, because I will say that to people, and then I'll be like, you know, I don't even know you. Like, just keep it real. Like, what's your beef? Because we don't know each other. You know, uh, a great example is um, my boy's father was dating this girl, and we all allegedly went to high school together. And... I'm just saying allegedly because I'm just being honest. I don't remember her. It's not being funny. It's not like I'm being extra about... I honestly don't remember her. It's not personal to her. It's just the type of person I was in high school, unless she was like in my immediate circle, unless she was like that popular uh, basketball player, but they were still kind of in my circle, I didn't pay you that much attention. And even my boy's father... When we was in high school, I did not pay him attention. We didn't even start talking to each other till after high school. I don't even remember him in high school. I know he was there because he played on the basketball team, but to have, like, to know who he was or who, I don't know because I didn't pay him no attention. So, you know, it was like, you know, like I said, he started dating her. She swore we went to uh, school together. And I'm like, okay. And she kept trying to make me remember her. And I'm like, I'm not being funny. I don't remember you. And I don't feel it necessary for me to even know you now. And, you know, so (laughs) she was like, well, you know, y'all have children together. And I feel like you need to know me. I'm like, is y'all serious? Is y'all, like, talking about getting married or something like that? No, then I don't need to know you. That's our agreement. Our agreement when we split up, because, yes, I was engaged to their father. Yes, we have two sons together. It didn't work. We moved on. Our agreement was we didn't need to introduce anybody else partner to each other unless it was getting serious and we were talking about moving in together or getting married because fly-by-night people don't even meet my kids. So why the hell do you need to meet my kid's father? So so it was like, I'm asking him, like, is it also be like getting serious or something? He's like, no. I was like, okay, so why does she feel this need to keep trying to push up and know me? I don't know. I was like, well, check her because you don't want me to check her. And I'm telling you now, I don't need to know her, <laughs> you know. And it was like right. a big thing. So 
And they did eventually become serious, and they ended up having a kid together, and now they ain't together no more. But in my head, I still don't need to know her, <laughs> okay? Because that's not my relationship. That's yours. And so, you know, it's like, it's that type of deal. So that's how I felt when it came to that particular incident. So I'm like, dude, you need to check her because I ain't feeling this. You need to chill with all that. And so now, you know, she got this beef with me, and I can care less because that's not my relationship. So, so you know, she'll get over it and whatever. That's the whole thing. Like, like I said, acceptance. We talked about acceptance. Okay, this person, okay, you know, I tried. Okay, I'm gonna leave her alone. You ain't accepting the fact that she ain't wanna be bothered, but you're gonna keep doing acceptance. It's people being denial. And and I, I hate to say it, but it, it seems like they they entitled to it. They, I, I don't like when people feel like they're entitled to your space and your energy. Right. You know what I'm saying? That that is all yours. That's your power. You know what I'm saying? That's your like you said, your comfort zone, that's your body. You're not entitled to this space. I'm not entitled to let you in either. And from experience, those who try to get in don't even don't even belong because people who belong is effortless. Yeah, it flows naturally. It flows naturally. It flows naturally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, like I said, this this I feel like you know, as far as me coming in with my New Year's revelations and resolutions, I, I have a down pat. Do I necessarily want to share them all? No, because I'm the type that I show you, I don't seek it. So, you know, I have a lot of things coming up in 2019. I'm looking forward to every single one of them. Um, you know, the podcast is going to, you know, we're going to hit it hard in 2019. Unapologetic will be hitting hard. Um, there's a lot of things. Me and you have a project we're going to work on together. Um, right. Another one, should I say, another project we're going to work on together. Um so it's a lot of things that I have come in 2019. Did I write them down? Yeah, because I, I'm one of them people that do do my five-year goals, one-year goals. So, yes, it is written down. And it's for me. It's not for all of you. And I know that we share everything and, and we are unapologetic. But some things, I'm going to keep it real, it's for me. And you'll see them as they come. I just don't, you know, I feel like people that seek everything they do ain't really doing nothing. <laughs> you know. And I just don't feel like I need to speak all of that. Yeah. Same here. Right. So, as for, you know, we don't know if you have any New Year's resolutions or resolutions, but, you know, I just, my my advice, my loose advice, because you're going to do what you want to do, is just take a moment and reflect on 2018 and see where you want to be in 2019 and how do you get there and, and you know make that your goal where are you trying to be where are you trying to go where are you trying to, I don't care how minor it is you might just you might just want to go take a trip and that's your goal that it's still your goal yep. you know so do that you know set that up and, and make that happen that's how I feel that's that's what we need to be doing right now Definitely. so that's my recommendation hmm my mind is just to take time for yourself. That's, what, that's my recommendation. I, I, I want people, I hope people, to at least out of the day, give yourself a, at least an hour, especially if you want to go, 
you know, you work a nine to five, you got kids, and you just take time for yourself. And I'm not, I'm not talking about going to happy hours. <laughs> ah, damn, I like happy hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about really by yourself, quiet, you know, a calm peace, no alcohol, no drink, just knowing yourself. Because if you're not comfortable with yourself, you ain't going to be comfortable around nobody else. And I'm like that. That's actually a very good advice right there. Yeah, yeah, because, man, I didn't have a conversation, and the person told me, I don't, I can't sit with no TV. I can't sit with no TV. I can't sit in silence. Oh, shit. Because they don't have peace within them. Yep. That's right. You ain't that peace doing. So how do you expect to be around me when I'm a peaceful dude? Right. Because I can just chill in the corner by myself and read a book or you know, just write or whatever right. I need to do just for me. But, you know, everybody right. has their own ways of getting to know themselves or connecting with themselves or finding their peace. Uh, like, I love music. Music helps me find my peace sometimes. And I always yeah. tell you before, I'm like, if I don't listen to music, if I haven't listened to music in a, in a few days, I'm going through some stuff. Because right. that's how, I, if I can't listen to the music, then something's wrong. So... <laughs> Right, and the reason I say happy hour is just because you know you that happy hour, you you're around other auras and energies, and that's the reason why I say that. I mean, if you drink, drink. If that's to get your peace and get your mind together, cool. But do what you do, whatever it, whatever it is, get to know yourself, because it's hard to get to know yourself when you're around other people. You understand? Right. One resolution so. I will share with you through before we leave with the, with the audience, Riley. I will I will be more social this 2019. <laughs> I, will, I will be more social in 2019 you know I have a whole another company and my company requires me to be social and be out so I'm be out I'm, I'm speak to people if y'all see me out don't be afraid to speak to me you know I know sometimes my face looks like I'm mean I'm really not that mean sometimes but no really though for real I know I come off like really just hard person especially because I don't know how to soften my face I'm gonna be honest I don't know how but I'm not always mad I'm not you just gotta come to me and see how you know just take a chance and most of the time <laughs> if I'm out then we okay okay because when I'm in the bad space I don't go out <laughs> yeah I mean basically you know the phases are defense mechanism we're defense mechanism you know because if you have some good BS it'll make you think twice even though you still get it anyway yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it never fails. It never fails. Never fails. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I am. I will be out in Atlanta more. I will actually be doing some stuff in, in Cleveland soon. So I, that's one resolution I will share with you guys because I do want you guys to come and speak to me and say hey, and and find out about my other company and find out about Unapologetic and you know start calling us and giving us your thoughts and and everything. What's next week's show again? Huh? What's next week's show again? My brain ain't working. <laughs> I see. Uh, you, need to, you need to eat some blueberries. That's, yeah, that's uh, some, some ginkgo or something. <laughs> yeah, eat some walnut. Walnut. Uh, our show is uh, this. This this was a good hot topic. Treating your business like a relationship. Oh yes, yes. We're gonna talk about a little bit of business. And we're gonna be we're gonna do the reverse of treating your relationship like a business. So that's gonna be an interesting, interesting topic. 
I actually have an event coming up this Saturday where I'm getting together a bunch of business ladies. So that would be great because then I can use some of that in our podcast. So um, that's happening here in Atlanta. So, yeah, I have a, a special invite. It's a private event. But I'm going to have a bunch of business owners together. We're going to have a conversation. And um, next week we're going to talk about treating your business like a relationship. You know, like I said, the reverse of treating your relationship like a business. Um, each of us are business owners. We know a lot of business owners. And we need to find a way to um, collaborate and come together and build these business relationships that all of us are, are walking around here with millionaires. So that's right. going to be a great topic next week. And I am looking forward to talking about that one. Yes, indeed. All well, right. That's, that's it. Uh, I just want to say check out Alone by Kubred Nussanad. That's K-R-U-B-R-E-D. Thomas Music on our social media outlets. Also, he has a song called uh, Look Without a Maid, a song dedicated to all parents and taking joy and pride into what they have created. Even if the couple or the parents are not together, take pride in what y'all have done together. And there's a new life or if the life been here, appreciate that because, you know, Christmas and Vegas, if you look at it, my mind gifts for the kids. <laughs> that, you know, that's that's what the thing like is about right now. So this was a perfect time for that. So I shout out to Two Bread and Nothing Night. Um he he's got a great music artist. Coming. Great artist. Yes he is. <laughs> new music coming, always coming. Um, new projects and hopefully I will see him on the big big screen. Maybe not. Netflix we do. <laughs> 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 All right, and shout out to our other sponsors, Delectable Desserts. Uh, you can check out their website, uh, delectablesserts.ecwid.com. Uh, and Pompour GA, Pompour GA. Um, their site is Pompour GA at ecwid.com. Also, Pompour GA does host and um, have uh, events for adults throughout Atlanta and throughout other states. Um, so check out their website. Um, you know, they have yeah. contact information there. They have a uh, Valentine's Day event coming up in Atlanta, a major Valentine's Day event coming up in Atlanta, February 9th. Uh, once that information is released, I'm pretty sure we can show it on the podcast. So, I heard that pajama party was off the chain. That pajama party was off the chain. So. <laughs> and I heard a lot of people, you know, people who said they were going to come, they come, right? Yeah. And, and I heard, and I heard that they heard about it by word of mouth, which is the number one, <laughs> which is the number one telegram, uh, word of mouth through heard through the line that damn, I should have went. Yeah, you should have went. You should have went. Nice. And now they keep and so, calling and asking, you know, when the next party. So you know that's and that cool. was just the start. Right. That was just the start. No, this listen, we just getting started. Exactly. <laughs> we've been doing this for a while but we just getting started do that make sense that's all to hit you on the way home <laughs> <laughs> so look out look out for Pompor GA Cooper and nothing not delectable desserts those are all sponsors of unapologetic podcast we can't wait to hear from you please call us leave us your your thoughts on different shows check out us on Instagram check us out on Facebook unapologetic podcast um, we're always there we talk we We'll talk, we conversate offline. We're very interactive. So come out and talk to us. 
Yeah, let us know your topic. What's on your mind? What's on your brain? What, what, what you got going on? What, right. what you like to discuss? Because we are all strong, independent from the system, people of color, individuals. We are very gifted and talented. I just want to say that if somebody didn't give you that motivation that you are, we all need to motivate ourselves sometimes, but it's good to hear from others. So just know we love y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And, and we next will time. talk to you next week. Hey. Unapologetic. I ain't sorry. <laughs>